Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday, breezy, warm uh, Friday morning. So, Welcome to the show, folks. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing this morning is Jake. Our sponsors today, the Texas Insider Fishing Report and the CCA Texas Star Tournament. All right, looking at weather. 83 down on the island in Galveston. They say it feels like 96, but uh, we'll just roll with that. But today it's looking like uh, partly cloudy skies, hot, high of 87, south-southwest winds at 10 to 20. And then for tonight, Partly cloudy with a low of 81, south-southwest at 10 to 20. And then for tomorrow, partly cloudy skies, near record highs, and uh, south-southwest winds, 10 to 20, broken record. And this is going to, man, this pattern's not going to change. It doesn't look like. I don't see any relief in sight. So, And uh, all that haze in the sky, that's uh, smoke from Mexico. Imagine that. We need a wind switch. Blow it back or blow it somewhere. But anyway, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have two of them. We have a high coming up this morning at 6.03 a.m. It's a 1.6 and then a low at 9.57 p.m. a negative 0.6. Looking at tide. I mean, sunrise at 6.19 a.m. Sunset 8.20 p.m. Our moon phase 6% headed towards the new moon. And currently, right now, offshore, it's south-southwest at 18, gusting to 20. Wave heights are 4.3 feet with a period of 7 seconds. Water temp, 81. Air temperature, 83. And down on the Galveston Channel, it's southwest at 13, gusting to 17. And at Eagle Point, it's south-southwest at 13, gusting to 16. And up in the north end of the complex, Morgan's Point is south at 8, gusting to 16. Barometric pressure still low at 29.77 inches and steady. So that's uh, kind of where we're at, this weather pattern right here. We knew it was coming. We just weren't expecting it this early. This is usually kind of a July thing with the southwest winds, but maybe we can get that out of the way and have a decent summer. Something different. All right, well, let's get to our phone lines. Let's go over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with a hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond, see what he's up to. Glenn, good morning. How are you, my friend? Doing just fine. Thank you, Captain Mickey. Good morning. What's up? Uh, south us. wind. South. Uh, yeah, us. Us is it. And, uh, Every morning when south. I say good morning to Jake, I said, what's up, Jake? And he says, us. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he and the wind. The, we're up the and the wind's way. up. <laughs> The only time of the morning that the freeways are probably light traffic. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. I uh, I never seen nothing like it. I went over to Katy, I think Monday or Tuesday. We went over, you know, still looking at some trucks and stuff. And, right. Uh, man, yeah. Houston, uh, I don't even know it anymore. The way I-10 has grown from all the way out to Katy. I mean, it's nonstop now. There, it's Avoid I-10 around. at all costs. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh gosh! It's only about a, I guess, hour and a half drive from here. Uh, going in, we went in 288, hit the Beltway, took the right. Beltway to in, and then the 10 out. Uh, we drove a we drove a truck and looked at a couple, but we're we're still shopping. It ain't no no big Take deal. Take your time, there. yeah. Something will pop up. It'll just grab you. 
Yeah, they're they're real proud of the trucks right now. Unless you want to drive a couple hundred miles away from town, you know, and go up to the country. I'm proud of everything. I mean, by the time you spend all that time and effort, I mean, it's it balances out. They're going to get you mm-hmm. one way or the other. It's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, what has any tag grids been caught? I hadn't heard your reports. I mean, I can't. I don't have a little AM radio. There's been. No Two confirmed that have passed polygraph, and there's a third one. I think that uh-huh. third one came from the uh, Port O'Connor area. Well, I'll Mike Winterman sent me some some weights on some sheephead gap top and black drum. Have you seen those for the leaderboard? Yeah, they're uh, not not really out of reach yet. Uh-uh. Sheephead's uh. 9.8. Uh, gap top's 5.14, and that can be beat easily. And black drums, 11 pounds even. 11.10. 11.10. Yeah, you got 11.10, 11.8, and a 9.13 are the three biggest. Lord have mercy. Of all things to be in a tournament, the <laughs> sheephead, gap top, and black drum. You see what they want to weed out, what you're trying to thin out, man. But at least they're not taking the trout. And uh, Well, trout, trout and flounder, I mean, it's just uh, it's where we're at right now. I know and, it. Uh, they're Everybody. trying to protect them. My hat's off to them for doing that. You know, there, nobody's I, killing any fish you. unnecessarily. I'm telling you, that's uh, that's one of the better things in years past uh, that I've seen in any tournament is for them not to do the. I, it's a great time for them, like you said. Let it ever let everything know, rebound, regroup, whatever they have to do. Uh, shoot fire, man. Uh, I know this year has been kind of off for me as far as the size of trout. I mean, I don't, I'm not a trophy hunter. Uh, you know, I've accidentally caught a couple of trophy fish uh, years ago, but I don't go out looking for them, man. If, you know what I mean? I, I, I go out to put customers and friends and family on, on some, some tight lines and, and some fun and some memories and that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, very seldom I have somebody that wants, just target huge fish. Let's go get a monster. Let's, man, let's just go catch fish. See, that's, that was 95% of my business for all those years. Oh, I bet. I know it was. That's I why I don't have much business anymore because just, we just don't have fish like that. I mean, even on the worst of days, back when Galveston Bay was really healthy and had an abundance of fish, you know, trout-wise, trout um I mean, somebody was going to catch at least a six or a seven or an eight pound trout every trip. There's at least mm-hmm. one of them a day, if not mm-hmm. several. And it just, uh, it's just everything's just changed so drastically. Well, Captain Mickey, if you don't mind me asking, what is your personal best speckled trout? I didn't weigh it, but I measured it. It was 32 and a half inches long, and it oh, was, my. uh, I caught it at Sabine Lake in June of, uh, I think it was 2000, 2001. Holy moly, 32 and, and a half inches. Yeah, and it was, uh, I mean, the girth on it was so unbelievable. We just, uh, the guy waiting with me, we held it on our rod and got a good, accurate measurement before I turned it loose. Mm, man, oh, man. And still to this day, I wish I'd have killed that fish now and put it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> It well, just it, hindsight, that's four, man. That's four inches longer than uh, either one of mine. I have two twenty-nine and a halves on the wall, and uh, they were beautiful. One was just under nine pounds, and one was just around eight pounds. I caught them in different times of the year. One of them was in a December, and one of them was in September. So there was a few pounds of difference in their weight. But uh, I let this guy out in a leaf, uh, a leaf taxidermy. Did it, Bobby Peterson, mm-hmm. and this guy was really really good skin mount and you know yeah. takes like six six months to do them but you yeah know, you're lucky you got it fish. back that fast al hillmeyer used to do mine up there in conroe he was really those good fish, uh, they look exactly like they did the day they come out of the water captain mickey mm-hmm. i mean they, they still shine they still have a gloss to them and everything they haven't turned colors you know i, I mounted my first bull red hardly anybody can mount a bull red it was a uh, Shoot, let me think now. 39, uh, 30, 36 and a half, 37 and a half, but whatever. 
that's a huge fish. I still got the tag on its tail on the mount up on yeah. the wall. Still got it. But uh, no, I haven't been fishing. And uh, uh, actually, I'm taking off this morning. Uh, Melinda and I were going to take the boat over uh, and drop it off at our buddies at. Uh, oh, at FCJ at Fernando's. FCGA. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They said bring it on in. Uh, and I told you know what FCJ stands for, don't you? The three no. partners there together, Fernando, Cesar, and Jimmy. Jabber and Jimmy. That's, yeah, FCJ. I met uh They're so Jimmy. so good of guys, man. They're the best. Oh, I, I'm telling you. And they said, hey, you just bring it in here. And whoever's there, if I'm not here, you just tell them that you're dropping it off. And because I told them, man, I said, look, I'm in absolutely no rush. I'm in a good time of year right now where I don't really have too much going on. So now's the time to get her done. You know what I mean. So we're going. Well, you won't have to take it back when you pick it up. It'll done right. Be done right. They do a, you know, you a know what? water trial on it, and they'll video it and then send it to you and say your boat is ready. That's awesome. I uh, I told them uh, no, no. They they asked me if uh, uh, Fernando asked me if I bring the paperwork. You know, I just had a three hundred hour deal. Mm-hmm. It's like. $2,700 worth of stuff I had one year ago done. Good and, Lord. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I said. So he he just wants to look over all, see what all they've done. So I'm going to take him to paperwork and and, uh, and uh, just tell him everything I know about it and uh, and get her get her back on the road. But, uh, no, my, my neighbor, Captain Brandon, showed up last night. He's got a trip today and he's got a trip tomorrow. So I'll have some kind of little report to give me on Sunday. Other than that, uh, bait camps are holding bait. I haven't witnessed uh, how big the shrimp are or where they're getting them, if they're trailering them or seining mm-hmm. them or what they're doing. But our boat ramps are all open. Uh, they still have some construction problem. Oh, they have one of the ramps closed at the San Luis. I Pass. saw that uh, yesterday on 288. It was shut down. They're oh. at uh, 36. Really? Yeah, and I um, I saw it on Facebook, man. There were some guys who said we've been sitting here for forty minutes and hadn't moved one inch. It was not oh, good. Lord have mercy. Yeah. What was shut down? Two eighty eight. I'll be dang. Yeah, it's a. I don't know. I try to stay off those freeways. If there's a back road, like I get on two double o four, and I can be over there on I forty five in no time. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Cutting through the cutting through the back way, come out at the dog track. And, right, uh, but uh, <clears throat> no, we're we're uh, I've worked on the worked on the fish cleaning table this week, and I got my my plumbing in. I've got my it's all plumbed in now. So today I get to work on the electrical and hang the fixture and put the switch. Well, in you the, need to go uh, hurry up and get it done so you can go catch some fish and break <laughs> I'm it in, going man. To, I'm going to. I'm I'm in no absolute hurry though. There's that's one thing for sure. I've got plenty to do around here to keep me busy. And what a time to put your boat in a shop with all this south wind, Captain. Yeah. It could it couldn't happen at a better time. I mean, I'm I'm tickled that I'm getting to go to a Honda Honda dealership or somebody that you know uh, can put me on the right road with this motor. They if know. It's me, if it's time for me to get another one, I'll just they can, they can fix anything but a broken heart and a crack in the sky, and they're working on that. <laughs> As we speak. <laughs> well, that's too funny. That's too funny. Oh, man, it's all good in the Tri-Bay area. Y'all be careful coming down. Give yourself some extra time. And remember that ramp at San Louis Pass, It's uh, you, it, one of them's closed, so it's not a two-ramp boat ramp. It's only a single. You may have to wait in line, especially on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. True. Uh, quite busy down here, to say the least. And uh, I wished everybody luck in the tournament. Those those weights I gave earlier, or you gave earlier, they can be beat. And then there's a whole bunch of tag red swimming around out there. What was it, sixty sixty each on on the on the red? Well, there's a hundred and twenty total coast wide. Yeah. Okay. Sixty. And there's 60 been each. three caught. The last one was weighed in at the Port O'Connor Fishing Center with a tag. So. With- was one at Surfside and one at uh, Linda's and Laporte. Oh, nice! Yeah, man, so. those those dudes can scoot around though. Yeah, they're, they're, those been, are uh, three, three, all three red tags. Also, there hadn't been a blue tag caught yet. 
And and which ones which ones are the red tag? Is that just the that's the big package boat and oh, truck? The, the first oh, five nice. red tags, yeah. Nice man, God darn it! Yeah. Nope, never never was that lucky. I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Now, I'm in the guys division of it. You know, if somebody in my boat's in the tournament and they catch something, well, it throws your name up in them. Sure, puts it put put your name in the hat and hope they draw it and you win you a nice prize. That's the way it works. There you go. That's it. All right, Hammer. Well, well hey, I hope man. Have a great weekend. Throw your number out. Somebody wants to get with you after this old wind quits blowing. Yes, sir. 713-208-0683. Everybody have a great weekend. I'll talk All right, to you Glenn. Later, hey, see you, yes, man. Sir. Take care. Okay, bud. All right. That's the Hammer over in the Tri-Bay area. You know, folks, if you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, tune in to the Texas Insider Fishing Report. That's Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Bally Sportsnet, Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. This show will give you a fresh fishing forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And Texas Insider, they break down the state into six regions, three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three saltwater for the guys who want to catch trout and reds inshore and tuna wahoo and marlin offshore so joan join in on on uh, these days with dave farrell brie gabrielle and my friend captain rick murphy to know what's hot and what's not every thursday night at 10 30 friday mornings at 7 a.m and evenings at 5 p.m on valley sports southwest or at&t sports net check it out sports radio 610 presents the outdoor show with captain mickey eastman Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 419 here in the Bayou City. We're trying to get in touch with Bob Green. He may not pick up this morning. A lot of guys doing that with this wind here lately. It's happening. Or either they're leaving real early. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's uh, looks like a blowing hot forecast for quite a while through father's day and then uh on into the extended forecast in the next week we're, we're looking for some real hot temperatures they're calling monday tuesday and wednesday we're going to hit over 100 for sure i heard of century mark uh temperatures yesterday from up around my way and it uh when it gets that hot on the bay it's warm really warm but uh we're looking at southwest winds for man it's showing all into next week towards Next weekend, cooling down to a nice balmy 97 by next weekend. This is, uh, so we had a record of uh, 101 in 1980. That's coming up this Monday. And then a uh, record of 102 in 2022. That was last year on next Tuesday. And then Wednesday, a record in 1998 of 100. I remember 1980. We had a warm stretch there. That was uh, for early in the year. It kind of reminds me of this year a little bit. Did you get him? Okay, well, next best thing. Let's go to Tommy Alexander in Matagorda. Check his pulse this morning. Tommy, are you breathing this morning, vapor locking? I'm, I'm breathing. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you're alive and well <laughs> i'm alive and kicking well yeah, what's fixing, going on uh, fixing to head down to the big hair dryer yeah big hot wind this is this uh wind made y'all's fishing tough yeah i mean i i, I didn't fish yesterday but uh yeah, from what I heard, I mean, there was a few people that caught reds. I think Charlie's been on some. He's got some reds located somewhere. He's He's got a little red bite going. But, yeah, pretty much it's been tough. I mean, everybody, it's just hard to explain even. It's like, you know, one person gets them and two people don't get them. And right. One person lands on them and catches them and then, you know. But, no, most, most people aren't getting them, but. Every now and then, you know, somebody will land on them and, and catch them. One of them kind of deals. It's not, it's not like, you know, not everybody's not catching them, but a lot of people aren't catching them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's we not, just have to say not, it's tough fishing then. Yeah, kind of what Charlie yeah. said yesterday morning. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough fishing. And if you land on them, man, you got them. I mean, it's yeah. like you just never know. And you might stop the boat and, and, and start catching them, and you might have two buddies that are 100 yards on either side of you, and they're not getting a bite. I mean, they're not just everywhere. Let's put it that way, I guess. I'm with you. But but you know, every now and then you'll you'll land on them, and when you do, they're they're. It's like you think, my God, they're they're eating the prop off the boat. Yeah. But but then you know, you can go right back the next day and not get a bite. Well, there's just so so much in between dead water, you know. Yeah. It's it's kind of like we've all turned into spot fishermen locations you know right that's certain exactly areas right that's kind of what i do now is you go to spots until you find them because they're not yeah, there's no just riding around and looking for fish like we you know yeah. been accustomed to all our lives everything's changed you just gotta they're wadded they're definitely wadded up yeah well, they're for... not just singles roaming around yeah it's not like you have a vast abundance of fish where they're on every street corner or you yeah. stay and away from people, them. play any wind in the book, and still catch fish. And there's good ones when you find them. They're good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you catch good ones. Right. It's, but, but yeah, it's tough. But in the wind, that's the part that's making it tough. You know, I mean, we had those, when the wind's not blowing, just like always, I mean, it's not nothing new, but. You know, the water gets green and you catch them. So, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. It blew hard in that trio tournament last Saturday on us. It started, started it was cranking. And I know by 9 o'clock, that thing was cranking. In hair dryer mode. Yes. Hot wind. Now, <laughs> we were waiting, so it was a little better we were in the water you know right and that definitely makes it better cooler and you can get out of the wind a little bit but i felt bad for whoever was drifting last saturday because it was pumped up (laughs) we got on pretty good flounder bite in that tournament yeah i saw where y'all had the big flounder yeah, we, yeah, we won big flounder, but we all we caught a bunch that day. I mean, it uh, we just caught a bunch of flounder. I got on one little spot and just stood there. And we probably spent too long, you know, messing with our flounder, and, right? And didn't didn't leave in time. You know what I mean? We we just spent too long on our flounder. We were sitting there catching flounder, and they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and we just kept catching. And upgrading and upgrading and upgrading. Finally, we had that one good flounder, and I looked down, and I mean, it's like ten thirty, you know. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Good Lord, we got to go. We still got to catch a red and a trout." Right. So you know, we left, and we went red fishing next, and uh, we caught a red. And you know, we actually ended up catching like three reds, and had one that was decent. But, it, like, by the time that I really went to my trout hole, I mean, it was like 12.30, you know. And uh, that was where we, that was our problem, was catching a good trout. And it was already blowing really hard by then. And it just wasn't, it was tough for us to catch a trout. We never caught a good trout. Yeah. Had a good red, or decent red, and a good flounder. Never caught a, never caught a good trout. <clears throat> but I mean that 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 tournament pays good. I mean even the side pots, you know, everything right. about it pays. We got like three thousand dollars for that just for the flounder side pot. Dang. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's it pays good if you can put it together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's been blowing. It seems like pretty much ever since then. Yeah, we're kind of in a uh, rut right now. Yeah. And it's and it warm. It feels like blowing hard right now. Yeah, it is. It, well, it's 15 to 20. That's hard enough, yeah, especially with the direction. Enough. I mean, 
<clears throat> it blows right right down our bays. You got to get on protected ends, and you know y'all got yeah. that west end east bay, but it uh, it's the way it works. Yep. It's funny. It seems like when the wind's blowing southeast or east or well any direction other than west, it seems like you can get on that west end and, and find fish everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then when the wind's blowing out of the west and that's your protected area, it seems like you can't find them anywhere down there. Isn't that something? Isn't that weird? Yeah. <clears throat> no. Bill and I were talking about that yesterday, you know, when you get a wind switch like this, you know, because we've had a lot of east and wind all year, and now it's, you know, gone around the horn, and uh, now it's, you know, a lot of south and southwest. It, uh, yeah. I think it scatters the bait. It makes them, you know, them adjust and move or whether they're going to move a little deeper or whatever they do, and, and the fish scatter with it. And then you just got to give it time for this pattern to settle in, and then you can start catching them on this wind direction if it stays there long enough. Yeah. It definitely does something to them, for sure. I don't know what. But it definitely does something. I wish I was... I wish I was wade fishing. Just don't... I just don't have anybody... Anybody wants to wade. Well, I do think next that. week I got some. I think I got a couple of days in a row next week of waiting. Yeah, and you're getting that time of year where the water temperatures have been well above 80 for quite a while now, and people start yeah. worrying about Vibrio. Right, right. That's true. Especially uh, waiting areas that don't get a lot of uh, current. Right. Yep, back in a a bayou or a slough. Yeah, or kind of a, you know, dead end of a bay where, you know, the yeah. water just kind of comes up instead of any really move, tidal movement. It just drops, you know, falls and, uh-huh. and rises. Yeah, and, and I think that stuff, you know, I don't know. I don't know. How, that stuff's weird stuff. It is. Because there's been a few people that got it right out in the middle of the bay, too, you know? Right. <clears throat> what's his name down Port O'Connor? <clears throat> he got it out there at Bird Island coming in by, by, by the jetties. You know, there's there's plenty of current of there. Current. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of current there. Plenty of current. So it's just a weird deal. You never know. I've you reach heard. in the bait tank and, you know, a croaker fins you or a shrimp yeah. horns you. If it's in your yep. water in your bait tank, hey, you're done. I've heard that. I, I've heard also some, yes, I heard somebody that got it a few years ago and he wasn't even waiting. So, Oh, you don't have to be waiting. I mean, it, uh, wow. in this time of year, if you got any cuts on you or anything, you know, any kind of an open wound, it doesn't even have to be, it can be a fly bite. I know a yeah. guy that got it at the chandeliers. He had a fly bite on his leg. One of those deer flies bit him. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. He still got it. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I just always do it. Hope for the best, I guess. And it, you know, it depends on, depends on your immune system too. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a lot about that too. A lot about. You hear a lot, you know, diabetics or uh alcoholics people that drink real heavy might have a weak liver or whatever i don't know i'm no medical expert i'm just going by what i've heard over the years i'm just gonna hope i don't get it yeah i mean can't live in fear you just gotta roll you only live once yeah but I know but I know some not. people that have had it, and you don't want it. I can tell you that. It's uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's a terrible experience. That's what I've heard. I've seen some pretty bad pictures. Boy, I tell you, I've seen some gory photos. 
going to go, I guess, play around in the wind. What direction is it? Southwest? Yeah, some locations. It's kind of, you know, wagging it south to south southwest or just southwest. It's flip-flopping. Gotcha. But it's that ill wind that we don't like. But you yeah. got to make the most of it. Yeah, and it always seems like you got a bunch of trips booked when it does that. And everybody always. Wants Never fails, always. brother. It's just it's the way perfect, it works. You don't have any trips booked. Man, I'm showing some water. Offshore is the coolest water right now, 81.3. I'm showing in the Galveston Channel a water temp of 87.8 and Eagle Point 86.5. Wow. Yeah. I don't even and it's going it's to climb with these uh, century mark temperatures coming up. That's yeah. uh, hot water. Well, I, I just hope, hope the tropics stay calm. <laughs> yeah, I heard they're predicting at least four majors five majors or something yeah like they're that. calling for it to be a uh below average season yeah like four or five majors and then i don't remember how many minors they called it but um, i guess we'll just have to <clears throat> we'll have to hope for the best on that one too we sure will all right, Tommy, I got to run, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming down to Matagorda and hooking up, doing a little wading, a little drifting, whatever they want yeah. to do, how do they get a hold of you, man? Yeah, uh, we can go play around in the wind. Uh, exactly. They can look me up on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or just give me a call, text, leave a message on my phone at 979-709-8242. All right, Tommy boy. Hey, always good talking to you. Be good. Be safe. Catch them up. Do your thing, brother. All right, Mickey. Thanks, Tommy. See you, bud. All right. All right, that's Captain Tommy Alexander in Matagorda. In the 34th Annual CCA Texas Star Tournament, that's currently going on. That started Memorial Day weekend. It'll run all the way through Labor Day. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. You can take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish, they've been released in Texas inshore waters. They're swimming around just waiting to be caught. And uh, inshore, you can fish for other species like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Real simple. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament is brought to you by other great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and sign up today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 439 here in the Bayou City. Kind of a breezy, warm morning. All right, let's head down south where it really gets hot this time of year. It's South Padre Island. Check in with our good friend, Captain Brian Barrera. See what he's up to. Morning, Brian. What's up? Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Well, how was your trip to Florida last week? Oh, it was great. It was great. We did a bunch of fishing lots of tarpon action and awesome good some good snook and stuff like that it was a ton of fun but we were getting man we were getting real early starts so i looked down at my we were driving out to the spot once we got there i looked down at my phone and saw that i had missed the call from you guys well i mean we kind of figured it it was going to be iffy getting a hold of you with you being over there because i know how the you know how yeah, that works so in there as it is yeah well the service is kind of off kilter and plus you know y'all leave a lot earlier yep but 
it was good. We had a lot of fun. We're back now. I'm back, back at it again. Back to the grind down here. It's, uh, pretty decent down here, although it's been very windy. Yes. Very windy, but the bite's pretty, pretty consistent, pretty good. Um, Is that hazy smoke coming from Mexico very bad your way? A little bit. Yeah. You notice it. You're kind of down low, and it's it's kind of going above you, mostly blowing this way. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed yesterday evening around here, I was uh, outside cooking, and man, it just it looked like there was rain coming. You know, it just got so cloudy, and it wasn't it wasn't really weather clouds. It was just that haze off that smoke coming. You know, with these winds, it's crazy. Yep, it was almost the exact same deal here. Yeah. You know, I was thinking it looked like it was going to rain, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, just what it is, but I mean, at least the fishing's been good. You know, we've been catching fish over at the inlet at the jetties, uh, dropping down, catching the redfish and stuff, and then the black drum run kind of kicked off. Right. So there's a ton of black drum hanging out. That's what we did yesterday because the trout fishing was actually a little slow. We only had two or three trout keepers in the first two hours so so let's go save the day and see if we can whack a bunch of these drum and we got a two-man limited drum so not bad so you're getting uh slot size and keeper size yep yep they're all you know 22 to 25 inch fish mm-hmm. perfect so they're cool yep perfect good eaters um i also went out maybe uh Two or three days ago, I'm trying to think back, but two or three days ago, we went out top water fishing for snook, and that was good. The bite was on. We got right off the bat a 30, 32 and a half inch snook. Sweet. Right at sunrise, on the top water, and then we probably got one more like that, and uh, then it got hot. Bite turned off, so I threw the cast net, caught a couple baits, and ended up catching a couple of fish like that also. So. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Also had a humongous mangrove snapper blow up my friend's top water and just didn't get buttoned up. But man, we saw that thing just destroy it. We were both like, dang, that would have been so fun to catch. Um, man, we y'all got a lot of mangrove down there. Yep, it's the season for them kicking off, too. They start to get a little bit easier to catch. Are you still catching kings off the jetties down there? No. Um, I'm not, I don't even think they'd be out there right now, but it's so rough right now. Yeah, I can't agree yeah. out there. So I haven't been able to get out there, but I think that that was like, uh, you know, maybe two weeks ago when it was really glass flat for like a week, you know, we had that great weather. Boy, wasn't that cool? Um, yep. I think, uh, that had them all pushed in really early and then mm-hmm. they're not having it now. It's kind of muddy out there and real wavy so like three four footers or something out there today yeah hopefully we'll get all this out of the way and over with and then it'll be glassy and nice for tarpon season let's hope so let's hope something happens there's all sure there's a lot of grass and stuff floating around out there we'll see how it's gonna it's gonna make it too hard or not i start officially tarpon fishing 100 percent next week so I thought it was this week, but uh, I had a couple of bay trips in the mix. So, starting about, I think, mid-next week, I switched gears to tarpon. Well, we'll got start a plan. Chasing silver things, start waking up a lot earlier, and that's when it turns into a grind. So, mm-hmm. How did y'all fish for tarpon in Florida? Artificials, we were throwing yeah. uh, DOA bait busters at them. There was a ton of fish rolling, you know. I swear, one day my girlfriend hooked seven, and I hooked one. I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> me to school. It happens, man. Yeah. Um, she was holding her mouth just right. You know, that's what my mom used to say. you got to hold your mouth right. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-one or forty-two inch snook right by the boat. Oh man! The one time, yeah, the one time we went 
kept through the cast net through live bait uh, around the dock. My first mm-hmm. cast with the live bait just got destroyed. Monster snook and just pulled the hook right next to the boat. What part of Florida were you fishing out of? You were down by the Keys or what? I was out in uh, Stewart, Florida. Okay. Oh, you were on the east side. Yep, on the east coast. Okay. East coast. It was good. We like to go to the Everglades, but that's more in October. That we like to go right. to the Everglades. We were going out there to try to sailfish because the first this full moon in June and July out in Stewart, Florida, is supposed to be like epic sailfishing. Uh-huh. But um, we got there and it was just it was too windy and rough. So it was like three, four footers out there the whole time. So right, we only got to go offshore one day out there, and it was the day that we were coming home, so we had to cut short early. Got just a couple of small fish, bonitas and barracudas and stuff, nothing crazy. No. As long as it kicks off here. In the next uh, couple of weeks with some calm weather, I think we'll start getting on some really big fish. The bull reds are still hanging at the jetties and stuff like that. I've, I've been catching more bull reds this year than probably any year. I've well, I'll tell you, they're prevalent all up and down the coast. There's a lot of them being caught, man. There's tons of yeah. them. You're having some good days of every cast redfish type deals, you know. How are, you, how are you fishing for them? Are you doing any lures or bait or what on them? Both. Both. So we're, we're uh, like bouncing jigs on the bottom, uh, which I would normally do the bait busters and stuff like that down there, but you pop off a lot in the rocks. So we're right. just doing jigs and stuff plastic if we do that. But for the most part, we're, we're just kind of dropping down live mullet on a, on a drop shot rig. Right. Kind of like, kinda like a, a power drop shot rig with some like 50-pound leader mm-hmm. two ounce weight four o circle hook and uh, just drop it down and um that's been obviously the, the easier way to catch them you know but right but sometimes there's no bait out there i mean they're not selling the, the live mullet out of the size that i like and stuff i don't like to buy the bait anyways for to catch it so some days it's hard to catch the stuff and catch the, the cast net and so you're just bouncing jigs on the bottom and stuff and Usually works. Usually the artificial fishing I'm doing at the Jays is for the tarpon, though. Right. But if there's schools of reds I'm seeing on the GPS, we'll drop down, and start bouncing for them. But other than that, I'd, I'm just waiting for one of them silver things to eat that lure. And it'll happen. It will yep. happen. Yep. I'll set down the bottom rods lots of times and just put them on the bottom. If it, if it's not happening every cast, just let them sit in the rod holder while we throw lures. Right. Just listen to see if that drag starts going off. Well, that'll be uh, that'll be exciting when it does kick off. Oh, I'm excited! I'm ready for. <laughs> I bet ready you for are. Big fish. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, pretty good. I think that with. Uh, the warm weather and stuff, everything's been happening a little bit earlier, you know. Uh, they were catching some tarpon here a little early, and and uh, everything's a little bit earlier than, you know, what I've seen. It seems like maybe two weeks or so, our bait, you know, and then they had that big bait die off up, up north of us. I'm not sure, south of you maybe, north of us? Yeah, I was around the Brazos River. Man, it was a big shad kill. Big time. some hungry tarpon out there. Yeah. But it doesn't affect their migratory path. If there's no bait, they won't stop. You know. No, they're gonna they're gonna go where the food's at. No doubt about yeah, that. They're headed north right now, so they're either not. They're definitely. You know, if there's no bait there, they're not gonna stop until they get somewhere else where there is bait, or they may run way offshore. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember one time I was way offshore coming in one time and ran across a big giant school of tarpon out you know way out where you never expect to see them they were on the what we call rain menace you know when that we had that calm stretch for a couple of weeks man i was hearing of you know people jumping five six and seven tarpon a day 
Yeah. You know, kind of just south of us. So it's, uh, I mean, I think they're always here. We just don't have the conditions to fish them. Yep, definitely. Tell me about it. I'd love to get out there every day, but I can't. I know. You just got to deal that, play the hand that you're dealt with, you know. Yep, last year was a good year for weather. Yeah, you had a good year. For the tarpon, we got a lot of opportunities. We'll see how this year works out. Cliff Webb still talking about that tarpon he caught with you and said he's still tired from that fish. Yeah. <laughs> I would be. That's a big cool. fish for an old man to catch. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get him back down here. Yeah, he sure he sure thinks a lot of you. He said that that young man knows his stuff. That's great hearing from a guy like that that actually knows his stuff. Yeah, you know? Cliff's Cliff's uh, he's something else, man. I fish with a lot of them. He's one, he's one of the best. He's a good one. Texas has a great. has a wide variety of uh, really excellent fishermen. All up and down this coast. Yep, definitely. There's a lot of good fishermen. There's a lot of different styles of fishing. Yeah, it's uh, the fish are the same. The the techniques and uh, ways to catch them are different. Yep. You just got to adapt. It's like when I come down your way, it's just a whole different ball game than up here. Uh-huh. But there's still speckled trout, redfish, tarpon, snook, all that. That's uh, yeah, if it swims, we can catch it, huh? <laughs> yeah, generally, a fisherman will figure them out. You know, guys know what to look for. Right. And it's a pretty healthy fishery, so you don't have to search too too hard. Usually, you're if you're not catching them, it's because the fish aren't biting. You know. For the most part, you could go find some good potholes and start drifting and catch yourself some speckled trout and whatnot. Find some bait, jump in, catch yourself some fish. But they're a little bit, they're not as hard to find as they were, like, post right after the freeze and stuff like that. Fisher, the population's built up pretty good right now. Right. And that comms, do you know anybody that went offshore and caught any big snapper? Everybody. Everybody. Like, you know, <laughs> Pretty much like, a no-brainer. <laughs> like, bring all your flats boats to the snapper hole and stuff like that. You know, so everybody was out there in the shallow sports and the flats boats. All the offshore guys are getting mad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the mosquito fleet. We've been invaded. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I saw a video the other day of a guy who was way offshore in a jet ski catching a snapper. Yeah, that sounds, that makes my back hurt just hearing oh, that. Oh, doesn't it, though? Oh, man. Especially with the... My back uh, jet ski is just, just cruising. But, uh, there's fish out there that can swallow that jet ski. Right? He's kind of like a, a fast-trolling lure. Yeah. So, man, look at this top water. <laughs> let's, let's make a run at it. <laughs> yeah, Guess they've got the oil rigs like 18 miles out, so it's pretty easy to see, and there's a lot of snapper on them, so people are doing their thing there. Right. Oh, well. But I guess there was a bunch of people out offshore, and that huge storm hit the other day, 70-mile-an-hour winds passed through real quick. I think there was like three or four boats that called Coast Guard. Wow. When was that? Maybe like three, four days ago, I think. Yeah. Man. You know, y'all have had some pretty weird storms down there this year, you know, that you normally pretty don't weird, see like, down that way. These, like, with these, like, straight-line winds, they call it, or whatever, uh-huh. huge gusts. And it's been a crazy storm here. Yeah. Being out in the Gulf when one of those hit is uh, probably the worst uh, experience you'll ever have in your life as a boater. Oh, man. Especially I if you're in a, you know, center console, a small boat, you're... You're at the mercy of it, buddy. Yeah, you don't mess with Mother Nature. She's a beast. No, she'll kill you. Yep. And old Mother Guff will, too. That Gulf of Mexico is a serious body of water. 
<clears throat> yeah, it gets real out there real fast. You're not you're not careful. Yes. You know, you got to be watching the weather and stuff like that. I don't know why those guys are out there. You could see that storm coming two days ago. I know with the technology we have and, and this, you know, current and updated as everything is, it's just hard to believe you can get caught in something like that. But it happens. And one more cast. Let me catch one more. And then we'll head yeah, out, boys. You're just then, looking down at the water all of a sudden. You look up and, hello. All dark behind you. I heard that. Go to the bottom dot com. All right, Brian. Well, hey, I'm glad you had a good trip to Florida. I'm glad you're still catching fish down there. Somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing this summer. Give them some info. Yes, sir. Um, give me a shout. Area code nine five six seven five five nine four one three, or visit the website inshorefishingsouthpadre dot com. All right, buddy. Well, Brian, you have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, man. Catch them up. Thank you, sir. Thank you. See you, man. All right. That's Captain Brian Barrera down in South Padre. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.